0: Welcome to Rook Griffs. I'm Will Rook, the host of what I like to call the world's shortest employer brand podcast, but it is always long on insights because my guests are strategic thinkers and they have workplace leadership experiences that are absolutely second to none. And today I welcome the president of the NAHR, that's the National Academy of Human Resources, and the former chief human resources officer of Accenture. So welcome, Jill Smart.
1: Well, hello, Will, and thank you for having me, and I'm delighted to be here, and I feel very strongly about the topic that we're going to discuss.
0: Well, this is interesting because this conversation today is about this 60-minute story called The Big Quit, which just ran. I think now YouTube, it has over like a million five views alone. But as soon as that ran, you were the first person that I wanted to text because I really wanted to hear what you had to add to that story. So uh, if our listeners haven't seen the 60 Minute piece, they should certainly go back and take a look at it on YouTube. But if you can, Jill, tell us, what would you add to that story today with all that's going on in in this talent crisis?
1: So yeah, they called it the big quit or the great resignation. And really two things are happening. It is people that are quitting their jobs, but it's also about people who perhaps were laid off but aren't coming back. I think the pandemic gave people the taste, the freedom, the empowerment to be not scared to try new things, right? I think it it opened their eyes and really a lot of reflection went on. So not just because I'm not happy, I might be really happy, but it, it's kind of opened the door for people to go ahead and try new things. And many, many people don't want to give that up.
0: And and I take it that you feel some of these changes are going to be long-term.
1: I absolutely do. I think there are some downsides to full remote. And not everybody really sees that. I would say one, building relationships, especially for younger workers who don't have those relationships built yet, or the skills, how to build relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, you have to learn you have to be with clients to be able to to really learn how to develop a relationship with them.
0: Well, absolutely. Well, some other
1: things is there's not as much opportunity for mentoring. And having people advocate for you, people can don't think they will, but they may develop a sense of isolation. There's not as much opportunity to being a team member. Yeah, you can be a a virtual team member, but there's something special about being in the room with someone and learning how to read body language and having someone see something you do and then give you some developmental feedback. So I'd say the last thing on that is around social and professional networks. So the NAHR is actually doing some work with the Society for Industrial and Organizational Psychology on Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And one of our work streams is about how people of color, and there's research on this, right, tend to have fewer professional networks and fewer even social professional networks. And, and, and those networks really help you in your career. And without those, um, and it's so hard to build those if you're not, you know, physically with groups. So I, I worry about the full remote, but I truly believe in the hybrid.
0: And you know, it's interesting. I think we both have kids in the age range of 20s and 30s. H- how do you feel this is going to affect them?
1: Yeah. So I have two children, a 29-year-old and a 24-year-old. And my son, who's a 24-year-old, you know, really likes the remote working And he did intern at a company, and so he did have a a summer of being in person. But he's not missing, you know, the in-person yet. And I spend a lot of time talking to kids his age. I spend a lot of time, I, I volunteer at the University of Illinois. And they really like this freedom. They really like it. And, you know, I tell them I do worry about all the things that I just mentioned that they'll miss. And I think the wisest thing the employers can do really is to force a hybrid so that they can get some of these development opportunities that they're not getting, you know, sitting in their apartments alone.
0: Yeah. Wow. Great comments. Um, Finally, let me ask this question. If there's one piece of advice that you could share with the business leaders in our audience, as they try to uh, plan for this pandemic workplace of the future, what, what would that advice be?
1: Well, one thing that I feel very, very strongly and passionate about is employee wellness. And I think that because of the pandemic, uh, civil unrest, the political unrest, George Floyd's death, employers really, really stepped up and made the wellness of their employees their top priority. And I mean their physical wellness and their mental wellness. And there have been dialogues really open dialogues that have not taken place in the uh, workplace before that have taken place and are taking place. And I think it's so important that employers don't drop that priority, don't put it down lower on their list when we finally do get to our new normal, whatever that might be. I think it's really, really critical to maintain that focus on their wellness, maintain the open dialogue, and I think employees also need to play a part in making sure that that doesn't go away.
0: And that sure isn't just an HR thing anymore, is it?
1: No, it definitely is not.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest takeaways. Jill, your your insights are terrific. Um, can our audience learn a little bit more about... Uh, N A H R. AHR, where, where might they go to find out more about the National Academy of Human Resources?
1: There's a website. You can just Google us and find our website. Um, nationalacademyhr.org and there is a listing of all of our programs and research and scholarships and other opportunities on there it lists who all the terrific fellows are and they're all willing to give back in in any way they can to our profession
0: Oh well thank you so much for your time today Uh, I think we learned so much Um, we'll talk to you again and, and thanks so much for being part of our podcast
1: thank you very much